Hello everyone, so today I'm doing a special drunk episode of character development in honor of Valentine's Day coming up. I thought let's pop open a bottle of red wine and just really get in our bag tonight. And it is a Friday and yes, I'm by myself because I'm in my lonely girl era and tonight we're just going to be diving in to the real depths of valentine's day and how much that shit sucks and i will say i have done valentine's day as a single girl and as one in a relationship and both situations to me suck ass i think it's a stupid holiday that involves too many expectations and it sucks so Tonight I'm going to talk about it because it's on my mind. I went to the grocery store tonight and it was like Valentine's Day threw up in there. I mean, just everywhere. Oh my God, it was so disgusting. Like literally teddy bears and like balloons and like, you know, chocolates and all this shit. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to freak the fuck out. So why not talk about it? And the first thing I want to say is for the girls in a relationship. Because that is the hardest thing. When you are in a relationship, you have to figure out what you're going to get for a man on this holiday. First of all, in my opinion, that shouldn't even be an expectation. If you're a girl, you should be getting something. If you're a guy, suck it up. Like, what do you really need on Valentine's Day? You know what I mean? It's not a real holiday. But, you know, the girly that I am usually, like, got her man something and I'm here to help out girls and if you hear this sound it's me pouring more wine um (laughs) basically what I used to do and I think this is helpful also sorry for that cough that was kind of disgusting but I think this is helpful for anyone who's trying to think of a gift don't I think just go in and make one of those like stupid gift baskets that has like I used to do like usually like a water bottle or if they drink coffee. For some reason, none of my boyfriends in the past have ever drank coffee, which to me is like psychotic. That should have been my first red flag. But get them like something like a tumbler to hold their coffee or like something like a water bottle, something like that. Some chocolates or candy that they really like if they don't like chocolate. Also, if they don't like chocolate, you probably shouldn't be dating them. But, you know, whatever. Floats your boat. And then... You know, just like stupid little knickknacks and stuff and put it all in a like box and then usually write like a love letter. Now, what I was going to do for and that's more for like if you started dating someone more recently and you're like, what do I get them for this dumb fucking holiday? That's what I would do. Now, if you're like multiple years into dating, something that one of my friends did that I was going to do is they took like you know, cutesy, like, sexy Polaroids and, like, put them all, like, in an album. Or, like, you could also put them in, like, a card and, like, write, like, a love letter. That's kind of a cute idea, and I also feel like that's, like, a cute keepsake. Um, I just have never done it. So those are a few ideas if you're, like, the girl in the relationship and you're, like, what do I get a man? Because they're honestly impossible to shop for. And I'm sorry, men out there, if you're like, girls are so hard to shop for. No, they're not. It's literally so easy. You could buy us anything under the sun. Jewelry, flowers, chocolates. Literally doing the bare minimum to us is like a huge stretch. So pretty much anything um, is going to earn you a lot of brownie points. Now, 
what I will, I don't know why I have like so much shit in my throat. So like, I'm so sorry again, but moving on. If you are single on Valentine's Day, now that's a whole nother story. And that shit sucks because you have to see everyone on their fucking Instagram stories post about their stupid boyfriend that's probably cheating on them. And it's just like an annoying reminder that you're single. And like as much as like you can love being single, for some reason, this day always bothers me when I am single and I totally get it. What I will say is this year, try to focus on what is important to you and what your intentions are going into the year. And I think trying to force something to happen is never the way to do it. Like I think with guys in the past, there have been many of them that haven't worked out very quickly. Like they were like three month relationships because I was forcing something to happen like when we weren't compatible just because like I wanted companionship. The biggest thing I'll say is work on yourself before you try to delve into something with someone else. And I know that sounds like really cheesy and like the advice everyone gets. Also, sorry, I'm really distracted because a cop pulled someone over like right outside of my apartment. Anyway, um, if (laughs) but like working on yourself and being like that whole before you get another half is really important because I've known so many people who have lost full identities in relationships because they just realize that they've spent so much time with other people that they have absolutely no idea who they are because they become like these social chameleons that morph themselves to every situation they're in and then eventually it's like where where am I in this equation so what I will say is like make sure you know who you are what your values are what your hobbies are the things that you will compromise are on are and the things that you won't compromise on are that's really important because I think a lot of times like you get blinded especially in like the honeymoon phase you get blinded into like wanting to spend a hundred percent of your time with that person so it's like for me I know a big thing that used to give was like going to the gym because I was like well I need to go see you know, whoever, and I just can give up the gym for today, and then it becomes a habit, and then you're, like, mad at yourself because that was something that you promised yourself you would do this year, and instead you're spending that time, like, laying around watching Netflix with a guy. I will say, like, first of all, you can incorporate, like, your hobbies with them, and I think that that's, like, a huge thing. If you guys have similar interests, That's going to make the relationship last a lot longer because you can start doing things together that don't have to be like fun outings. They can just be part of your regular routine. Like if they love going to the gym and you love going to the gym, that's something that you can do together. That's simple and easy. And it's not it's kind of an example of quality time that doesn't have to be like you guys attached at the hip the whole time you're at the gym. But it's just a representation of like you guys are together and spending the time together and the drive there, the drive back, like all of that is like good time spent. And I'll say that for a lot of things, like if you love cooking, that's another thing that like you should try to find in like a man so that it's like, okay, you guys can do those things together. There are so many things like that where it's important because here's the issue is that when you start a relationship and you're in the honeymoon phase, They're going to pull out all the cards, all the stops. Like they are going to make sure that you're having the best time of your life. So they're going to take you on all the dates. And the issue is that's not sustainable. Most people can't, first of all, afford all of those dates. Second of all, like 
it's just not something that's going to normally fit into your schedule, like going on these like super fun excursions. Whereas like normal everyday things, that's the stuff that actually matters. So if you can't agree on that, it's not going to be a sustainable relationship. And I know that that, like I'm not saying you have to be like exactly aligned on every single thing because if you're too alike, that's boring. But I will say it's like having similar interests and hobbies is kind of important because I can think back and like one of my exes really loved mountain biking. Like he loved outdoorsy stuff and like I like hiking, but mountain biking for me is terrifying. I like am not the kind of risk taker type. So things like that are not up my alley. I forced myself to do it one day with him. I absolutely hated it the whole time. I literally cried because I was so scared. It's not like a fun experience if you're scared of everything like I am. And I just remember being like, well, if this is like what he likes to do on his free time and he's trying to spend his free time with me, like these two things aren't aligning. You get what I'm saying? So like when you're going into a relationship Keep that in mind that you need to learn about the person and their tendencies and their habits and their hobbies because all of those things are going to come into play when it becomes a long-term thing. The honeymoon phase is great, but I try it. (laughs) The funny thing is for the longest time, I have called it the three-month cap. And I've called it that since high school because I genuinely believe that this is true. That when you, I'm trying to slow myself down, I'm sorry, I'm a little tipsy, so like I'm saying things very quickly. But the three month cap in my mind is you're in the honeymoon phase or the getting to know someone phase for usually three months. So you guys hang out pretty regularly, you go on really fun dates, you get to meet their friends, you get to go out to all these dinners or lunches or brunches or whatever, um, and you do all these excursions together. And then it's once the three months starts to come to an end, you start to understand who the person really is, what their hobbies actually are, what their interests actually are. And then you start to understand that like, is this someone I really want to be with or is this someone I really don't want to be with? And normally that's either a breaking point in a relationship or a continuing point. So I will say that that is the first foundational step in a relationship is that three month cap. And a lot of people don't want to waste three months out of their life on someone that's not going to be there in the long term. So what I will say with that is the sooner you get to know their hobbies and who they really are and skip the small talk is the sooner that you can like actually figure out, do I want to be with this person or is this like a situation that I don't want to be in anymore? And that's also a thing where you have to put yourself first. If you're not feeling it, The other thing I want to say is like if you're not feeling the relationship at any point in time, first of all, that's an unwritten rule that you sign when you enter a relationship is that at any given time, if one of you is not feeling it, you have the right to leave, right? So the sooner you admit that to someone, the better, because I will say that I've had it happen to me where it's just been like, the person knew that they weren't in it for a very long time and they waited to say something because they thought they were sparing my feelings. But honestly, looking back, I wish I had just known when they knew because the faking it is worse because in a sense, that's manipulation. So I will say I think that's really important. But going back to the Valentine's Day conversation, 
focus on yourself. If you need to, put Do Not Disturb on on your phone. Like, literally drown out the social media. You don't need to go on social media for a day. If you need to be around your friends and throw like a Galentine's Day, that's also a great idea is just like do something fun with your friends, like go out for drinks, get trashed, like bake cookies, like do something fun with like just your like single girlfriends on that day to give yourself a little bit of a lift because I know it can be hard for some people, especially like I've kind of gotten over it a little bit. But it definitely can be hard when it's a tough reminder that you're still single and haven't had and like don't have that experience. And the other thing I'll say about that is so many people are going to be posting on social media their significant others. And when you see it like at a distance, it's always going to look like that is the best relationship to ever happen. I know for a really long time, like... A lot of the relationships I've been in, people have romanticized based on like the things I've posted on social media or the way that I acted with that person in group settings. So everyone assumed everything was 100% amazing 24-7. And reality is like no relationship ever to exist is that perfect. Like it just isn't. It might be perfect like that for the first like month because you guys are pretending you're people that you're not. But past that point, it really isn't like that anymore. No one is genuinely that perfect and no one has it figured out. And a lot of times the feeling of love is very complicated. Like no one, like you don't know it until you're in it. And even when you're in it, you start to question it. So I will say that like, don't base, you know, your jealousy or your sadness or like your envy based off Instagram, because I'm going to tell you right now that people are going to post a bunch of things about how much they love each other on Instagram. And I've also known people, especially guys, who've like posted their girlfriends like so many times on Instagram, like, um, like these long paragraphs. And in reality, you know what they're doing? They're cheating on those girls with multiple other people. So I will say there's always more to the story. I'm not saying everyone's a cheater, but I'm just saying there's usually more to the story. Than what meets the eye so before you go basing you know your judgments and your you know sadness off of that like don't even worry about it it's gonna be okay like and I promise you being single sometimes is way like it's way more of a character development moment than being with someone who's gonna drain the life out of you and make you lose yourself along the way you know, and I know that kind of contradicts like previous things I've said on this podcast, but I genuinely do believe that like, and the person who's meant to find you will and oh, again, I like keep going with the cliches, but there are so many people in my life that like I've met and like, especially men that have come around when I, when I seriously have least expected it, when I wasn't looking for it, when I wasn't seeking out love or any type of companionship that's when they were there and I think that that's what you have to keep in mind is that love normally doesn't come when you're searching for it it normally comes when you least expect it so I know this is a really short episode but I just wanted to say that for all the girls that are single or in relationships I hope you have the absolute best valentine's day it's not the worst day of the year but it can be hard for some of us and just know that 
if you're single, you're not alone. So is so so are so many people in the population and it's going to be okay. It's just a day. And even when I was in a relationship, it wasn't a good day. So if you've never been in a relationship and you think that Valentine's Day is this amazing, wonderful day, I'm going to be the first to tell you that it's never, it's never been that exciting for me, personally. Now, I mean, maybe for some people, it's the best day of the year. But I will just say, it's just a day. Stay true to yourself. You know, love yourself that day. If you need to log off social media, if you need to put on do not disturb, do it. Put yourself first. Love yourself. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much and I will see you on the next one. Bye.